What the hell? Blog Talk Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen. has uh, gone ahead and hired a, a divorce attorney. Uh, it looks like her and uh, Tom Brady are, are done, and uh, hopefully that leads to maybe a chance with me. Oh, wow. Well, I'm so sorry to hear. I, I had no idea. I I really didn't know that that is what had happened. Um, I don't care so much. I don't know. I mean, it, it's sad when a, when a relationship breaks up. I know my parents were divorced, Al. I know you're from a, a family that – uh, the same kind of thing. It is definitely a, a, a sad thing, but I mean, it, yeah. What have you, is it going back to football working too much? Is that it? Well, I mean, it looks like it was him going back to football that caused the, uh, the divorce. The man is such a legend. The man is such a goat. You know, he chose uh, playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, with a, with a, with a flawed offensive line over uh, one of the hottest women in, in the world. I mean, yeah. that, you know, I mean, that guy deserves another level of goat is what I'm saying. I, I mean, mean you, you take, I don't know what the next level of goat, mega goat, maybe. I'd say good. Good on him. Like, hey, sure, I guess. So be it. I, I don't know. It's not something that I would see myself doing, brother, but so be it. Rest in peace. That must be breaking news. I had well, you're also not. I hadn't you're seen also it not an NFL quarterback, Clark. Hang on. What? Tom Brady. Well, you say you wouldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you would leave your scooter job over your wife. I, I'm pretty certain that's not going to happen. Hang on a minute. I just might. I, I'll get. No. I'll ask her later if she thinks I should. She, maybe. It depends. My scooter job. My scooter job. Yeah. Thank you. You're, Sorry. Your tour guide. Uh... Uh, how's your little microphone job going? Love it. It's Great. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's good. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wonderful. You want Holy to hell. Al, uh, I'd just like to say a big thank you to Kevin. I know you had a lot of kind words there. Uh, Kevin from Support over there with our uh, with our studios that, that got us. Did you, fig- did you figure out the problem before he did with the browser? Huh? We, did you figure out the browser problem? Or we figured it out together. Um, Kevin said that was going to be my next, next suggestion after I had suggested, is it Chrome or Firefox? That was it. But it was him pointing out some kind of lock. There's some kind of a lock over there on the fire. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, they need to unlock that shit. You know, I'm I'm not a I'm not a uh, you know a millennial. I'm not part of this new generation that understands why there are locks on uh, on web pages and whatnot. Like, well, that's confusing to me. Yeah. I just want to play fantasy football and smoke weed and, and talk about you know the Chicago Bears and uh, oh, uh, car, uh, catalytic converters being stolen as I'm doing fantasy. You football watch and, that. I got to hear that story. That is fantastic. But I think that what the folks want to hear, those who listen to both shows, those who watch both shows, will know that the other morning we did a show, uh, you know, Friday morning, the Daily Fantasy Show, the uh, Sports Attic Daily Fantasy Podcast that you can you can listen to every Friday morning live by at five. Way, or take us for your drive home. Picked up on my, you know, lock of the week was uh, Richard Penny of the Seattle Seahawks. I hope people listened to me and made a lot of money this week. Well done. Did you listen to yourself? Yeah, I did. I didn't make any money, but I listened to okay. myself. All right. Well, that's good. But what is Rygar okay? You seem to be okay. There's, a, I know Rygar took us down. The cat walked right over. Yeah, 5 a.m., no. not happy with it. She, the cat was producing the show, and uh, we, we, we set an hour time limit to do the 5 a.m. <laughs> show, and it was about 6.10. So the cat jumps into my lap, looks into the camera, meows, Gets pissed off, jumps out of my lap, goes behind the TV, and literally pulls the plug. She steps on the uh, power converter. She steps on the button that turned everything off. It turned off the uh, Wi-Fi connection, essentially ending the program. So the cat literally, you know, uh, ended the show. Yeah, it was un- unreal. Like, you were just gone. I don't I don't know the sabotage drop. Yeah, you were just gone, and I yeah. – uh... Here, one second, that – I didn't know for sure if that's what had really happened. It seemed like a chance, but like straight up, the cat really knocked the the yeah. the, the Wi-Fi thing, right? The the power so, strip with the Wi-Fi on it. I, I you know I sit in a recliner. I have an electronic recliner. I do the show. I know you have a nice studio. I literally just sit in a recliner and do the program. You know, you have a pretty and, uh, nice studio as well. I don't know. Maybe you got rid of it. I don't know. I like your studio yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, the other room. Yeah. Oh, the other room. Yeah, I would hate to get you in there. Jeez. Well, I mean, what, when you could sit in a nice recliner and do the show, um, put the versus, what if what if we get a recliner for the studio? Yeah, I mean, if you want to if you want to wish that over here, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. 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 But um, so I'll sit in a recliner, and sometimes the cat will get mad. I'm sitting in the recliner, and she wants to, to mess with me. So there's a very loose uh, extension cord plugged in the wall behind the TV. So she'll go over. And I'll yell at her. I see her going over by it. And I'll go, Rygar, don't do that. Don't do it. She'll go over there and she'll hit the thing. And then I'm trapped in the electronic recliner because I'm reclined. And you can't uh, decline because the power is out. So now I have to, my fat ass has to do circus moves to get out of the recliner, to be able to go plug the thing back in, to, to be able to sit down. But there's also a power strip back there. Now, she's never done that before. But you know how the power strips have like a reset button, you know, the, the surge protector. Yeah. If, the, if something goes wrong, there's a reset button. She must have walked over and hit the reset button. So, I mean, this wow. cat is vindictive. Like, she knows how to produce a show, and she wants she wants things on time. So I, I get it. I'm, I'm surprised she was – she seemed pretty calm about it tonight. Usually more fired up about it in the morning when we're, when we're really bothering her seems to be the issue there. That's, that's where it really seems to be. Um, oh, that was a fantastic ending. I had a few people hit me up. They were like, is everything okay over there? Yeah. Everything fine. 
It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, what's going on over here? The uh, for guava, lick the palm for guava. Wondering why WSCR is playing nice with CHGO, and then yeah, well, uh, you're an insider. What's uh, what's up with that? I'll uh, I'll I'll get back to you on that. I, I don't really have all of the insides, but uh, but uh, yeah, I I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as I have a little bit more info. The uh, the rest of life is still taken over, so I haven't been working with Let's them too much, but. Now that like there's more sports going on here coming up, uh, the the, uh, the basketball shows and whatnot, I'll, I'll be I'll be jumping back in. But uh, and then the palm the palm mentions sabotage drop, and you know my radio mind was thinking uh, I was doing something with the sound effects. Yeah, you know? I play all my I was thinking that was you know I was sabotaging uh, playing drops over you or something sabotaging the show, but I think he's referring to my issues uh, that I posted on Twitter that I looked in my friend's league, you know, it's my buddy's wife's league. So it's, you know, it's a lot of. Um, yeah. Hobbyists, I would say hobbyists, uh, amateurs, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. playing fantasy football. It's your friend's somebody, wife's league, right? Yeah. And it's a lot of like her girlfriends and coworkers and, okay, you know, uh, people of this nature. Oh, you know, did I get kicked out of that sport. league? I don't think you were ever in that league. I was, if it's the same one with uh, P and K, then uh, then yeah, I think I might have been uninvited. Was I an asshole? Okay, all right, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they don't. No one likes you, Clark. All right. So, um, anyway, somebody. I looked at the waivers and I was looking at free agency pickups, and I see somebody dropped Aquarius St. Brown, the Sun God. Wow. Yeah. For 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 uh, you know uh, Nicole Hardman or uh, Nico Collins or one one of these scrubs. So I looked at the waiver order. Now there's two divisions. I'm in I'm in second place with a higher point total than the guy in first place. I'm playing the guy in first place this week. He happens to be the guy number one on the waiver wire. Now I don't know huh. what to do. Should I raise a bitch because? You can't drop a player that's averaging eight po- 18 points a game. Like, that's right. That's criminal. That's right. not that's, – that's fucking with the integrity of the league. Yeah. So – but then again, I also put a waiver in for the for the player, and if no one's paying attention, you know. But somebody's – I mean, anybody with a half a brain, anybody with a service, anybody who's just going to look at average point totals is going to realize that guy's a pickup. Quick question. So, are they are they tight? Are they significant others? What What's the deal there, The the two? Yeah, Darman, not not Aquarius. Not Sorry, not I'm the Bears, St. Brown, Lions, St. Brown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I know there are two St. Browns. This is this is the Detroit Lions, St. Brown. Shout out guy. to Sean over there for uh, catching up with who who the real boss is over there. Oh, he knows. Yeah, the cat's one hundred percent in charge. Mm-hmm. And then don't get me started on going to the grocery store after the show last week, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like I should say something to the commissioner, but I don't. You know, it's not. It's like a ten dollar league. You know, it's it's a fun league. It's just yeah. people playing. Well, there here's is a chance for collusion. Yeah. I miss Bell Conundrum, right? Like completely. That's not anywhere near. Belichick was not enough, there. Man. All right, good. I'm I'm with you. That's fine. Um, Al, there's a whole scandal here, a cheating scandal in your fantasy football league. It makes a lot of sense. There have been a lot of cheating scandals out there. There was a chess cheating scandal. Have you seen the yeah. fishing cheating scandal? 
the, well, the chest one is great. The guy used the, like an electronic butt plug. That's and, uh, amazing. Was, was using uh, vibrations from the uh, remote control uh, butt plug. Are you so, are you, you impressed know. or pissed? I think it's very creative. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. It, if you're going to cheat, that's it. Now, did you see the fishing one? The fishing one? Yeah. So. Uh, these these uh, these fellas, uh, they've won a few fishing competitions lately. You know that stuff gets pretty expensive, uh, pretty yeah. pretty intense and whatnot. It was a walleye fishing contest, and $29,000 to the winner. They Everybody in the audience calling bullshit when they're, you know, you got the video. It went viral. You can watch it. And uh, the, 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 the leader, finally, after so much time, the, the guy announcing it, the judge, whatnot, started feeling it, cut it open, lead weights dropped out of these sunbitching fishes, and other fillets, like they had cut fillet off of other fish, shoved them into the mouth of these fish, as well as lead weights. They damn near didn't get out of there alive. Like all the other fishermen, like, what the fuck is happening here? Well, look, Bill Belichick is very serious about winning. I see he takes it to his fishing game as well. There's no blue. Yep. Two-tone, good to see you. I want to know how the hearing aids are going if you have a chance. Uh, he thought the guy was going to get lynched. I mean, I did too. I thought I thought it was something else. The poker girl, Lick the Pump for Guava, says very clearly cheating. I'm going to go with, I disagree. Uh, well, I don't. Th- I'm going to lean to 70% not cheating. Uh, based on all of the time that I've played the poker, that said, because I don't any of the things that other people have brought up, I think it's a lot of that she's not that great of a player. I do. I think that she had it. Yeah, I think you're wrong on that, Guava. Absolutely wrong. I'm going to go with absolutely wrong. That's it. It's fine. Like you're not wrong necessarily. All right. I'm seventy thirty. Everybody has their opinions. You're, you seem like you're a hundred percent, Al. I don't think it's 100%. I think that most of the poker world, it's split. And there's a lot of the poker world that doesn't think that it's cheating. We'll see. I mean, I've been... I don't think it was cheating either, to be honest. I don't think it was. Yeah. Same here. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the... Yeah. It's, it's a wild one. Um, Tony shared the, uh, the thing, if anybody wants to follow it there, that video, Al, of the fishing one. Um, there, let's put that on the screen. <laughs> No fucking way, Clark. That is not the first time somebody has said that to me. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I say that to you pretty much every every day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. My Hazel was homesick again today, just like yesterday, and uh, she said it to me at least three times. It's fine. The highlight of our day was when the new tree got delivered next door to the uh, to the the streetway. What do you call that? The parkway when it's in the yep. city's side of the sidewalk. Yep, that got delivered today. <sighs> My dog stepped on a bee. She rocked up from 400 tables in March of this year to playing six-figure tables while dating another guy at the table. Well, I mean, that does that sounds a little bit like collusion. Sure, there there is but, a little sure, absolutely. But I I just want to know how like what do you think the cheating was? Do you think she had something electronic? Do you think she like that was it? Do you think he signaled her? Like what is what is he signaling? I I think she thought she had. She thought she had Jack three. That's bottom line, and she got she now, got caught up afterwards. That's I it. know a guy who won uh, who won uh, you know the million dollars in the poker tournament. Yeah, maybe we'll get him on next week. So, oh you know, yeah, he plays. He, he's he's a hell of a hell of a poker player. Yeah, yeah, he's a good poker player. Ben, right? Yeah, 
We'll yeah, we'll see. Ben, ben Keyline. It's been it's been a lot of fun to play. Like the the poker world seems pretty split on it. It's been it's pretty interesting. We'll see. I yeah. We shall see. We shall be free when the last poker table oh, has no collusion. I don't know shit about poker. Yeah, well, all right. I mean, I've played some pretty Mark shitty poker. I've played some pretty shitty poker in my life, and I have pissed some people off. Let's just say that to where I've been accused of cheating, and then they realize soon after I'm just a fucking fish. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Clark fancies himself a poker player. I've never seen him play. He never lets me play. He's never, he's never let me in a game with him. I've, so I've invited I, you in during the I pandemic. When, when, when I got invited to games and I had a game that got me through the pandemic, you were busy doing D&D through that. We did our shows. You did D&D. We did our shows. I did poker. That was it. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Speaking of the rock, could we talk about our guy, the rock, Melvin Gordon III, first yeah. string? RB1 for Denver, helping the Larcher Lawrence in collective and fantasy football. Again, yeah. that's our, our team that we have together, the high stakes poker, or the high stakes poker, the high stakes uh, fantasy league. It sure is. And, uh, you know, it's looking good. They, you know, they brought in the other guy, the, the guy from uh, the Tampa Bay, or I'm sorry, the New Orleans Saints. Um, so there's going to be a little bit of competition there. I did put in on the waiver wire for, uh, I think it's Mike Boone. Mike Boone? I, I, don't, I don't know anything about Mike Boone. I don't want to discuss it very much here. Yeah, no. Mike Boone is the backup. And then uh, what, what, are, what are people making of that? Did they sign him just this week? Yeah, I, I believe he was signed up for practice squad after the game. Um. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. Help me out here. The uh, um, Boone, Matt Boone, Mike Boone. No, Matt... Boone has been on the team. Boone is okay. Been... Boone is on the team. Then they they signed a veteran um, whose name you would know. Ingram. No, it's not Ingram. Kamara. It's Ingram. No, it's not Kamara. All right. Uh, the guy who used to be in the Raiders, L- Latavius Murray. Oh yeah, Murray. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Murray, Baltimore, Minnesota. Yeah, so a journeyman running back who there may be an overreaction to him signing, so people might be afraid to pick up Boone. Um, but I, I think I think uh, Boone is the way to go there. So uh, he, he's the waiver wire pick of the week. I definitely would look to get him. Uh, okay. But, yeah. So the Chicago Bears, uh, they played a game. They're not oh. very good. No. Uh, the game went as projected. Okay. In any case, I'm dropping Ellen Roberts. Yeah, man, people are really down on the A-Rob. A-Rob and Kyle Pitts are the joke of, uh, of fantasy football Twitter right now. You know, which one is worse is basically the uh, the question. And I got to go Pitts because he was, he, you know, higher equity, although I think he has a, a chance of uh, bouncing back because he's still getting opportunity. But My thoughts on A-Rob is just that, I had no idea like who he'd been, you know, the last few years with the with the whole Nagy regime and whatnot, and you know the Mitch thing. Like I didn't I didn't know he had a he had a solid year with us. Hell, he won me a fantasy league when he was still with the Jags, the future Chicago Jags, run by our friend Tony Khan. 
Um, yeah. I just I I don't know. Um, should have seen it coming. Who knows? I think you're right though. The biggest, the bigger one would have been Pitts on that. Uh, what about what about like for us like Mooney? If you drafted him, you drafted him way too high. Yeah, well, I mean, you you had to have known drafting any Chicago Bear came with a big risk. Sure, sure. So, and you're talking about Mooney in like the fifth round versus, you know, Kyle Pitts going in the 2-3 the turn. Or, uh, you know, Allen Robinson was kind of in that the uh, spot as well. Um, I think I would have probably rather drafted – Darnell Mooney over Allen Robinson prior to the season. Uh, but I didn't pull the trigger on either. So, I mean, I felt pretty good fading both of them. And uh, that's turning out right. I also faded uh, Kyle Pitts as well. I go, I have no shares of Kyle Pitts. I have no shares of Allen Robinson. I have no shares of Cam Akers. Same. You know, uh, I, 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 I dodged a lot of bullets so far this season. I have a lot of St. Brown, you know, including in the Scott Fishbowl. Um, which I, 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 you know, week two, I was 60th place. Week three, I dropped down to uh, like 294. And right now I think I'm at three, I think I'm at 475. Okay. In the fishbowl. So I'm going backwards. I split wins this week. I beat the dude from Establish the Run. Nice. Who actually handles the best ball. Uh, but I didn't beat that league average. Okay. So I went one and one this week. Okay. Uh, it takes 13 wins to get in the playoffs. And, I believe uh, we did the same in uh, in the collective, right? We uh, we we won the league, but we didn't beat the average there either. Well, there's no average there. But great job. Different. Well, I mean, we still have the full one that we're going against, right? Like the full. Yeah. There will be a week where we play the average. Okay. I got to tell you, you did a great job. The 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 pickup, one of the pickups of the week, wide receiver uh, Josh Reynolds from uh, uh, from Detroit. Got him in the starting lineup, made it happen. And then our bench there, Al, our bench yeah, scored pretty big, I'm too. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it, especially with, with the Gordon thing. We'll see how we do there. And then, I mean, that's the most expensive league that I'm a part of. Uh, well, we had we had Herbert, yep. which, you know, was, was a gold mine. Uh, yep. We had Mo Alley Cox, who put up 30 points. Mm-hmm. You know, the dude's a stud. He's, he's, a, he's a solid tight end for the Indianapolis Colts. And he's he's only going to be getting better. But well, we've already got um, Andrews, so I mean, so maybe we, maybe we we're starting two tight ends. I mean, at some point, I don't know. Um, maybe, yeah. Our next drop is going to be uh, Anderson, and Robbie Anderson's officially safe to drop. Yeah. What about Tony? The injuries Tony's there. A, Tony's a hold. Saint Brown. Saint Brown, I, I put the waiver in as him as the drop. Okay. I mean, if you're not gonna, if you wouldn't be, if you would be interested in dropping Mooney, why would you be interested in keeping St. Brown? You know, I like St. Brown's usage. I think he had a 95 percent. He was in on 95 percent of the Bears' offensive snaps last week. Mooney was on like 80. Of all the players outside of offensive linemen, you know, St. Brown had the most equity. He had, he had the most time on the field. Uh, but when your offense is only throwing the ball, you know, 20 times on average. And it's as bad as the Carolina Panthers. You can't really look at the number three possible wide receiver or the number two wide receiver. So, you know, it's just it, he's a hard guy. He's the guy you could drop and pick up again. Like he's he's not gonna not he's no one's gonna jump on him when we drop him. You know, right? 
Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you you brought up the Bears. I know I'm jumping all around here, but uh, that was a football game on Sunday uh, in New York. They they played football. Uh, the Bears kicker, uh, Santos, was out with personal reasons. They picked up uh, Michael Badgley. Is that correct? Yeah. And, I think we should know these personal reasons. I don't think they should just tell you personal. I think you should. If your kicker's missing a game, by God, you should know what's going on. At least, you know, did it, you know his father croak. Uh, is his wife divorcing him? Uh, Maybe his personal reasons are that he's not interested in you knowing his personal reasons. I don't know. Well, the per- I want to know his personal reasons. I demand. I mean, I demand. They're not even telling you anything about at all about Montgomery's injury. We day to day, like we don't know why. Why are they going to tell us personal information like that? I don't know. It's something else. I don't know. Uh, well, if it's an injury, that's a different issue. You don't have to give me the exact injury. Right. Although I, I think you are required. But, so, to, so I have like, to tell you that I have to hard. tell you if I had to go home because uh, you know my child is overreact. I don't want to discuss things about my child necessarily with you. If like if there are some serious issues with my child going on at home, personal reasons. I'm having some. I'm having some personal issues with my family at home. Okay. Yeah, I cool. at least know the category. I think you at least know that, the category. That's just general. Oh, that's know a, the category. It's a slight step. That's a general thing. Personal family reasons would that help? That would help. Or you if have to say at home. There, okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Get fair. Um, Daniel Jones, a hell of a touchdown score. I was unaware. He's great. Yeah, Danny Dimes got got the legs going. He's, yeah. Uh, he would have been paying off in fantasy football if that game had any equity whatsoever. Um, right. But. Absolutely. Um, it was one of those frustrating games that the Chicago Bears play, but as it is, as I've said and you've said, it, what's the difference between eight and nine and, and, and four and 13, you know? A better draft, draft picks. Pick. That's it. That's it. I just I don't know where we are right now. Um, great on that kicker to step in and just make every damn field goal that they needed from neat. Great. Um, Eddie Jackson interception seemed to have a, a, a better game than he has in the past. Um, Herbert can't seem to get going. I just, I don't know. Is that play calling out? What was it? Herbert didn't really, uh, score gangbusters this week for us. Well, I mean, he did good from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. I mean, he, he did what he did what his price point asked him to do. The issue with these guys who fill in at running back, when you have no offense, your only offense is running the ball, it's easy just to game plan to take the running back out. And, I, I mean, I think that was the focus. I don't know if I'm going to even go back and watch this game again because I just don't care at this point. You know, I don't – for a fantasy football perspective, there's nothing in the Bears that interests me. You know, I can't, I can't get excited about a team that has zero offensive uh, urgency. Um, right. From a fan aspect, I mean, I went into the season saying, look, this is a bad team. This is a year maybe to discover to see if there's some players because the rebuild starts next year. Laying the foundation. This isn't putting the concrete down on the house. This is negotiating – uh, buying the lot is where we're at right now in this rebuild process. Yep. So I don't, I'm not interested. I'm a construction guy. You know, I'm a foreman, uh, foreman larcher. I'm more interested in, in the construction and the rebuild of the team than the uh, legalities of purchasing the land that the, 
things, the foundations can be built upon. So uh, I'm not interested right now in the Chicago Bears whatsoever. Um, because, they're, you know, I, I did a show with uh, Kellen yeah. two weeks ago. And this guy, you know, I told him, I said, look, Kellen, you can't get upset with the Bears. You can't get, you get yourself crazy. You work yourself into a tizzy on Sundays and you let the Bears ruin your day when they lose. Well, you're going to have a lot of bad Sundays, pal, because this team is bad. Like, it's not going to get better. They're not going to go on some, you know, six-game win streak and there's going to be talks of the playoffs. Uh, this is a bad team that's going to continue to be bad. And you do something else. Watch some good football on Sundays. Avoid this team. Watch the highlights. That's all you need. Yeah. I mean, what, what did Justin Fields do this week? 22 passing attempts. Uh, 17 passing attempts. 11 passing attempts. 17 passing attempts. So. Those are the four weeks of football so far. 22 is the most, then. 22 is the most so far. Wow. All right, then. I guess so. Um, Yeah, yeah, it it doesn't appear that they're doing everything they can to win football games right now. Is that – would that be an incorrect thing to say? You know what the fishermen should have done is they should have just put butt plugs in the fish. To, to get the weight and, you know, kind of do like what the poker guy did or not the poker person, the chess. Uh, yeah. The, the chess. Well, no, if you, but then you can see that like these, the issue was these guys have obviously getting away, gotten away with it before. Like people have called them on that, if you will, on, on yeah. the weight of the fish before that. You got to see the video. Like they literally, they, they use cut up fillets to put in like, what the fuck? That's some, Wow. Crazy. Yeah. It was impressive they got away. Uh oh. Uh oh. Elijah jumping in over there on the Twitch. And uh yeah. Saying uh things aren't great. I'm sad. And then uh here, there it is. That's the key one. Just leave that. Is there a way to pin that? Clark needs a dose of, here, I'll I'll click favorite on it so we can hold yeah, on to the, it later. The then, then you can yeah. click it later. We, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that should be pulled up quite often because you know, anytime I'm having a conversation with you, I feel like I need that uh, quote. Up. Clark needs a dose of reality here and there. I, I, hey, I don't live in reality. There isn't a reality. Like, we're all here just to enjoy life, take the roller coaster ride. Who gives a shit? That's all. Yeah, so the Bears are bad. I mean, that's the bottom line. Um, completion rate 50% this week for Justin Fields. 174 yards, his highest on the season. Let that sink in. 174 yards, four games in the season, is your quarterback's highest in yardage. Uh, no interceptions this week, so that's a plus. Uh, and, you know, I every time I mention the offensive line is terrible for the Bears, people keep telling me it's getting better. Well, here, here's so far. Week one in, in the monsoon, they allowed two sacks. Week two, they allowed three sacks. Week three, last week against the worst defensive line in football, they allowed five sacks. This week against the New York Giants, they allowed six sacks. So every game progressively, they've allowed more sacks. So if we're following the trend, that means this – are you are you frozen, Clark? Am no, I, I'm right I, here. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm, you just, I'm, you're – I'm just you're, I'm, you're uh, ghosting over there. No, I'm, go, uh, I'm going to find a little a little thing here. 
a little little all right, all right. well maybe move like you know breathe a little so I, I know you're you're not frozen I thought maybe I was done so if we're if we're following the trend that means the Bears should allow eight to nine sacks this coming week thank you I appreciate the finger wagging that helps no problem uh, so eight, eight to nine seconds comes up. Here, here's, here's what I'm going to read from at Cox Sports 1, Lauren Cox. Uh, Justin Fields was under pressure on 51.4% of his dropbacks against the Giants. On, plane where he, on plays where he has, was kept clean, he went 10 for 14 for 168 yards with a PFF grade of 90.3. Yeah. Yeah. The dude's like, I'm what do not we have? up on Justin Fields. What do we have? I'm not either, but... Uh, what's Guava in there saying that it look that Poles is done? Like he's not a part of the future in, in Poles' plan. What do you what do you say to that? What say you? I think that's inaccurate. I think that's a popular uh, opinion going around the Twitterverse. But the fact is, Josh Allen was pretty much ran out of the Buffalo Bills two years into his career. It it was a really bad situation that people thought they were ready to give up on him. They were calling him a bust. You know, in that draft, I think he went like the ninth pick, somewhere in there, where, you know, I think Mayfield may have went one. It was an ugly, ugly draft, but uh, the Baltimore Ravens took Lamar Jackson at 30th. So people were really, really down on it. But in year two, Josh Allen was throwing to Cole Beasley, John Brown, and McKenzie, who's still his third wide receiver. Um, you know, that was Brown's only 1,000-yard season. Uh, their offensive line finished that year as the 21st-ranked offensive line, mm-hmm. which is only slightly slightly better than what the Bears have. So, you know, you have a, if you have a talented quarterback out there, and I think we can all admit that Josh Allen is an elite quarterback, but you surround him with receivers who aren't quality, who aren't stars, who aren't studs, and you put him behind an offensive line that's garbage, it's hard to be a quarterback in the NFL, especially a young quarterback who doesn't have the experience and the know-how of, say, a Tom Brady to be able to work around a bad offensive situation. So I just, you know, and Tom Brady, by the way, when his receivers are all out and his offensive line is falling apart, they're losing games and he looks like garbage. So, you know, what is it? What what do we have? It's, it's impossible. To, it's impossible to say. And this year, it's not worth getting frustrated over. It's not worth watching Justin Fields and saying this guy's garbage because you just don't know. But if you watch these games and you, and you invest in it emotionally, you're going to have negative thoughts about Justin Fields because he is the quarterback and things are bad right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with this here uh, that I don't see the Bears um, – winning this upcoming Sunday. Uh, I'm going to be out of town on a, on a, a family getaway Saturday through Monday here. And I'm going to take the time. The life to, of Riley, this guy lives. I'm going to take the time to watch the game, of course. But, uh, but I just, I don't know. Bears appear to be who we thought they were. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. I just i I don't see any uh, any other thing about it. Like that's it. Let's see. Let's see what another. Let's see what another off season can do for uh, for this regime here. 
And if you are, how about this? If 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 you're Ryan Poles and you are not planning on Justin Fields being a part, and I'm not saying that's the case, but if that is Al, where? What are your plans then? What are your thoughts here? At this point, I would rather fire Ryan Poles than Justin Fields. Currently, I mean that's obviously not the current question, right? Well, it should be. My question is. What are the other options for Ryan Poles? I'm not asking that that's you. What are the other options? Well, depending on how high, how high our draft pick is and what quarterbacks are available, I mean, there is an option to be able to draft a quarterback and look, start this process all over again. Luke DePalm is saying we can bounce back on the Washington game, but why? Why? Other than, other than keeping the, the confidence of the quarterback up, but if they move – if, they, if they're moving yeah, I on, think, I think Ron Rivera's Washington Redskins uh, beat us. Well, they're pretty bad at home. I was looking at I was looking at prices of games. Al, we can get into the stadium for under a hundred bucks, which is a lot cheaper than what you can get into Dallas Stadium on on Sunday at noon on Halloween weekend. It looks like if I want to have a seat, I've got to spend at least one hundred and eighty bucks. If I want standing room only, it's fifth. I don't like standing. I don't want to go into a fucking game to stand. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little upset about this. I do want to see that stadium, but I don't want to fucking stand there. And you know, you know my buddy, you know my buddy Andrew's in behind there. You know we're gonna be fucking standing. Andrew, I want a seat, buddy. Ugh. Tell that cheap prick. That's a deal breaker. I told him, I go, I go, my, my budget was going to be 250 to 300 for a seat in that stadium, but I don't want to spend that to have a shit seat either. Don't get me wrong. Like I know a lot of places you sit in there, you're watching it on the screen, which I've already gotten into. Like the trip isn't necessarily about watching football on the, you know what I mean? Like it's the bears this year, right? Like it's getting that stadium. As somebody, go ahead. As somebody who's been in that stadium, you know, it's a very nice place. I mean, I only paid like uh, $150, I think, for a WrestleMania ticket there. Look, I have known the absurdity of ticket prices. I have known that it's hard to get into, you know, our little stadium down on the lake there, which isn't going to hold up for years, as you know me. I've, I've been like, man, too small of a stadium. Can't, can't do it here in town anymore. Yeah, time to give up. Yeah, time to give up. Yep. Uh, you can't get in there much very often for under 200 bucks. Uh, we're a very travelable, tra- travelable city, travelable, travelable. <sighs> Going to an NFL game is an elite. It's an elite play. It, it's it's for suburban families. The dad's a stockbroker. You know they got they got uh, five kids, and uh, you know they spend thousands of dollars to sit and watch uh, bad football. Uh, it's not, it's not, and the working class doesn't go to watch football anymore. You stay at home. It's more comfortable, quite frankly. The game's, the game is better viewed on television than it is in person. Watching the, better off. watching the NFL at home is a superior product. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. A hundred percent. A superior product. Yep. Wow. Yeah. It does blow in person because no matter where you sit, you're only seeing like a quarter of the game. You know, if you, if you, if you sit in the end zone, you could, you could see plays coming in for touchdowns, which is cool, but it's only one side. One time uh, a buddy of a buddy got a hold of uh, the Rocky Wirtz seats at the bears, which is at the 50 yard line. 
and it's right underneath right. I was 2014 Lovey Smith's return game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we were sitting right. It was raining. The seats in front of us were getting wet. We were not. It's like, man, the Blackhawks figured this out. 50, 50 yard line, the first section there that like those seats there, you could see everything going on. Right. But you're not catching everything still. Like no. the TV experience of it is a better product. The replays, the television production, even the horrible commentary, like everything is just better at home. Your salsa, like you have better salsa selection. True. You can get up it's, to get to the facilities, to get to the washroom, a lot easier. There's zero weight. You know, you can wash your hands. Yeah. And, you know, you can, you can even take a shower during halftime. We, like, it's just better to stay at home. Oh, I bet a halftime shower is your way to go these days. That's perfect with with that fucking oh, yeah. crazy Sunday schedule you got. Fantastic. Uh, taco bar this past Sunday for uh, for Bears football, followed by after nice. game chili, followed by soon after that, my youngest daughter threw up all over her mother and ended the party. You know, so they both stayed home yesterday, and because uh, uh, Hazel has had a bit of a cough and uh, hit hit a mild fever. That fever does seem okay. to be. She stayed home again today. It does seem to be gone. But yeah, that ended the party. It was done. We were going to be watching football all afternoon. That was it. She's good. She's okay. So That's the main. Every time I go to a football game, to, to uh, quote the palm here, every time I go to a football game afterwards, I've no, I, I go, okay, this is the last time I'm going to a game. That was fun. I like the experience, but I'm never going to a football game again. And then I, I somehow always end up going to, you know, a football game every couple of years. Um, but since I've been doing DraftKings and since I'm so focused on uh, daily fantasy, it's hard to walk away on a Sunday because I'm up all night doing daily fantasy stuff. And speaking of vomiting, last week after the show, I went grocery shopping. Now, we, we ran late, as I think we will tonight. We ran late, and the grocery store closes at 10 o'clock. So oh, I got there shit. like 9.20. I rushed over there, and I was hungry. I was feeling a little um, – yeah, my blood sugars were off. Sure. So I'm like 75% through shopping, and all of a sudden, I, I feel like I just turned white as a ghost, and I start feeling really nauseous. Not a great bathroom over there, by the way. I don't know if you're getting there, but not a great bathroom. Go ahead. Well, no, there's no there's no way you can make the uh, – there's probably a code on the door. you got to figure out where it is. No code. You know, I'm at Mariano's. I'm at Mariano's oh. and else. Okay. So I go uh, – I'm like, oh, my God, where am I going to vomit? Am I just going to throw up in the middle of the aisle? So I was luckily right in the section where they sell garbage bags. So I grab uh, a box of garbage bags, and I'm like, going. if I puke, I could probably get hold up for enough time to rip open a, a garbage bag and puke into the garbage bag. I was being generous. I was being a nice guy. So the feeling kind of washed over, and yeah. I was just feeling very weak. I was feeling like I had zero energy. Like that heat that so, goes over you? Like that, yeah. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I was Ooh. feeling. I'm like, okay, well, I'm 90% done with my shopping. I just have to go through the frozen food section and pick up some Tostino pizza rolls mm, and uh, nice. get to the, the checkout line and just get out of here. Now, that, Matt Mariano, that Ninja Foodie does them. That Ninja Foodie does those pretty well, by the way. Oh, perfectly. Yep. I'm 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 in Mariano's where you pay a little bit more money, but you get better service, right? So I pull my cart up to the checkout line. Every single line is closed except the self-check. Now, I have, a, I have a cart. I have a week and a half worth of food. I have a full cart. I have zero energy. I don't feel well. I just want to get out of there. 
I walk over and I look at the lady and I go, excuse me, there's no lines open. She goes, yeah, you just have to use the self-checkout. Now, they're, oh. they're 15 minutes before close. I go, well, I pay extra money to come here instead of Aldi there where I can go. bag my own shit because you guys offer a service you're not providing right now. She goes, sir, we'll bag your groceries for you. I go, okay, but I still have to do the checkout myself at this small lane. This isn't designed for a cart full of stuff. Right. You don't have a conveyor belt. You don't have room to put stuff. You got to take stuff out of the cart, scan it, have the lady, which is now very uncomfortable because she's mad at you, bag the stuff, right. and then where do you put it? You can't put it back in the cart because the cart's still full of shit. Well, and so you know, I get, I'm, she's not putting start, the cold in with the cold at that point. There's not a chance. There's like you're, no. you're in trouble. Yeah. So I start. I wasn't yelling at her, but I started explaining like. Look, you know, I, I don't understand this. I'm like, I went down the street two weeks ago to Jewel, and I had the exact same situation. And I said, I'm not going back to Jewel. I'm going to pay the premium to come to Mariano's so I don't have to worry about this. And I start telling her, like, look, I'm feeling faint right now. I mean, it was a total Karen moment. And she's just kind of looking over at me, and I, I look at her. I go, look, I know you don't want to hear this. And she's like, sir, you know I could do nothing about this. I'm just making, you know, I'm just – Get, get, you know, working. I'm like, I understand. And then I got off her ass, but, and then right. I tried tipping her at the end because I felt like a prick and she wouldn't take my yeah, tip. Yep, She's like, I can't yep. take the tip. I'm like, well, you know, this is bullshit all around. Your company blows. The the tip is interesting to me. And that's all. Bananas way as much as me. They, <laughs> that's funny. Um, you know what I heard they do though? I heard they catch you on camera and they hold you and they put you in a file. Like, let's say you're stealing things. You're, mis- you're, you're forgetting to uh, scan something or you're misscanning things. Well, they put you in a file and then they wait till you ha- you've, you've taken enough stuff. Every time you come, they, they tag you and they put you in a computer file and they wait till you've taken enough stuff that it's a felony. Then they, they process it to the police department. Oh, that's good. I, I mean, maybe that's an urban wise tale to keep people from. Stealing, it probably is because I've noticed they aren't watching shit. No, they're not. Paying um, I I have cameras. I have a friend who was at Walmart uh, a couple months back. Took his kids to uh, took their kids to go uh, to the fair out in Belvedere, and they stopped at Walmart before. They weren't thinking about needing cash, but then they're like, "Shit, I'm going to a fair," and they were like, "Hey, uh, I need eighty dollars cash back. Cool." Got home later that evening and realized they didn't have the $80 cash. Went back the next day, had them check the video. Somebody watched. Somebody at the next thing over looked over, saw it, saw it happening the whole time. Waited until I walked – The waited until my friend walked away. Don't – we don't discuss this upstairs, by the way. It hasn't been mentioned. <laughs> walked away with two kids. With two kids, by the way, grabbed that money and took off. Isn't that something? Is that not something yeah. else? Is that not something else? I just and said, I the, said, I said, well, listen, person. I go, I go, I hope that you guys save those files so you can keep an eye on who this lowlife scumbag is that did that. I want to know who the lowlife scumbag is. That's what I told my friend to tell them Yeah. who would pull this shit. So you were at, or this person was at the self checkout line, or this was? Oh yeah, you know, have you have you been to a Walmart in the last five years? 
They've got the biggest one. They even have like plenty of room for you. It's different than your Mariano's and your jewels. Like it's, it's a whole thing. And yeah, the kid acts up and then it's just, it's over. It's over. Hey, Xavier, welcome back. Thanks for joining the chat. They installed these self-checkout lines as a convenience for people who have four or five items who are looking to get out of the store quickly. Well, Larcher or Grandma has a cart full of shit. Oh, like that is what they're intended for. They're not intended to close all the lines and take people's jobs and, and, oh, yeah. and force people to use these lines. But that's what they're doing. And you're absolutely right. If you're not discounting, if you're charging me a premium for service, and, and by the way, the, the food prices are inflated. And look, I understand that. We have to pay that inflation. Sure. There's nothing sure. we really could do about it. The company still has to exist and, and, and make money. But you're charging an extra premium for service you're not providing. There should automatically be a discount at that point. And it's ridiculous that they continue to, to just allow it. We just accept it to happen. Nobody complains. I'm the, I was the only asshole yelling. Some other guy said something because – the lady was doing the check. He's like, I'm not bagging my stuff. And, and same thing. They went over. Oh, you did a service then that day because the other guy probably said it after hearing you. So thank you, Al. Way yeah. to go. Way to go. Um, I'm excited. You mentioned Aldi earlier. I have, I'm going to have a walkable Aldi within the next couple few months here over at Six Corners. I'm very, very excited about this. Maybe a little too excited. We're getting a target yeah, on the Six Corners too. And, and that's our jewels right over there as well. I'm still You're going to be disappointed with uh, with Aldi and Target. There's a Target on every corner. I don't Al, know why we need another Target. Al, I've never been dis- disappointed with an Aldi. I enjoy it. I think it's great. You will be disappointed. I, don't, I don't mind I'll working. Right no, I, 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 I'm an Aldi shopper already. You think I'm going to become like disappointed now with the new one, with the walkable Aldi? I guess it's I guess if you're already in all these shops. Well, I mean, you do have to clothes. you do have to stop at two places. I used to do quite often the first couple of years here, pandemic ish too. Stop down on Diversity, and then uh, Belmont and Cicero, Cesaro, as I call it, Cesaro Avenue. Uh, would stop there at Belmont over at Tony's, and if you do two, yeah, it's good. You save the money at Aldi first and get all the shit that doesn't matter. Then you go somewhere else to get good stuff. I want to go to Tony's. Like Tony's is. There's always a checkout person. There's always a bagger. It's busy. It's busy, and the, the selection isn't great, but the selection isn't horrible. I, I wish I could go to Tony's. Unfortunately, Tony's closes at like ten. Yeah. By the time we, you know, we finish this show, sometimes it's hard to get well, there. You told uh, me when Tony, I when I first moved up to the neighborhood, you're like Tony's, huh? You kind of yeah. shrugged at it, but go go ahead. Like, yeah, the hours are good. They have smaller aisles than than your jewel. That's they for do sure. Have smaller aisles. Yep. Uh, a little harder to navigate. Um, it's it's not ideal. But right now, of all the places, you know, I would rather luxury shop. I'd rather pay more for better service, which I thought Mariano's provided. Mariano's isn't providing that anymore. Jewel has gone to shit. It's completely fallen off the map. Like that that, that place yeah. is. Um, you know, it's a wasteland. Mariano's like isn't what it was. It, it's not what it once was. Um, Two-Tone Chi-Town says, sometimes I'd rather get the fuck out of there than waiting in line. Sometimes that extra time is worth the cost. And I've got to go there with that. There are times I've, I've got, I don't know, 10 items in my, in my cart. I don't need to go right. wait. Like, there is, a, there is a spot for it. And, and I'm, not too well, old that, I'm not too old that I can't use 
the self-checkout, that I don't mind doing it sometimes. But you're right. Like, yeah. why isn't there an automatic 5% off to come over there? Fucking 5 That's it, nothing. I get, my, I get my, my prescriptions refilled over at the Osco. Every five times, they give me a 20% off groceries. Every five times I fill a prescription, 20% off groceries. It, why can't they do it just for going through that line? It was designed for that purpose. And that purpose is perfectly acceptable for, by me. You know, the, you know, the problem is, so Jewel, when I went to Jewel a couple weeks ago, they had three people working the automated checkout line in zero lines open. Yeah. And Jewel has a policy now where you have to ask for the bags at the auto checkout line. They're not there. Oh, really? Yeah. So you have to wait. When did, you have to get up to the How long ago did you notice this? Uh, about two weeks ago. That's frustrating. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I was very good at bringing my own bags. Very good. Once that whole tax walk went in, bags yeah. all the time. Great. Sometimes, hell, I'd leave the bag in the car. I'd just put it back in the, in the, in the what, what do you call that thing? The cart. I'd put them back in the cart. Then I'd bag them in the fucking out there because I'm like, I'm not paying the seven cents. Then the pandemic happened. Then they stopped yeah. charging for a while. Well, let me tell you, right. I got real the used bag. to it again, and I haven't brought a fucking bag but twice maybe since. Yeah, the, bags, the bags are still in my trunk, and I don't even use them. And I heard that Mariano's won't touch your bags unless you use they, their bags. They still won't because they weren't – none of them were doing that for a while. I mean, you know, but they still won't – oh, that's frustrating. I yeah, love – unless, this, this unless you use their Sports branded Addict bags. Supermarket show. We could do a whole fucking show on this. Yeah. No, so, they won't touch your bags, and they're going to say it's because of germs, right? Right, but they'll meanwhile touch we're touching everybody's Mariano. groceries. We're touching everybody's stuff. But it, you're not listening. If if you brought in a bag that's owned by Mariano's, they'll do it. Oh, that's frustrating. So if you use their branded bags, the reusable bags, they'll do it. But if you bring in a, a reusable bag from another place, they won't do it, and they'll what incite if- germs. Which makes no sense. What if I bring back the non-reusable Mariano's bag to Mariano? You know what I mean? Like just the regular grocery plastic bag. I bring that thing back. Are they going to fill it? It says Mariano's on it. That's what I want to know. I'm, I'm in. I just, if, if anybody I out there can find the answer to that, please do. Sunday morning. It's about 530 in the morning. And Hey, do you have to get to the grocery tonight? Yeah, but All I'm right. probably just going to go to Jewel at this okay. point, you know. All right. Unless unless we end in the next half hour, um, which we probably will. But yeah. so Sunday morning, I'm finishing up my fantasy work. It's about five thirty in the morning, and I start hearing out my front window. Well, I live across the street from a body shop, and sometimes they'll work in the middle of the night. I don't know what they're doing, but they're working in the middle of the night. So I didn't think much of it, but then I'm like, that doesn't sound right. So I look out the window and I see I don't I don't oh, know how to describe right. describe vehicles, but I see this like uh, black mini SUV with tinted windows, and dudes in like hoodies yep. and ski masks. Did you see a gun? They were definitely packing heat. I didn't actually see a gun, I'd but see, uh, they, they, there was yeah. a guy. There was a guy standing out watching. Now this isn't a side street. This is on Elston Avenue, three blocks from the police station. 
So I'm looking, and these guys are pros, man. There's, they look, they're dressed like the crew from Heat, the movie Heat. Yeah. There's one guy, he's sliding underneath. They're, they're handing parts back and forth. They, they do this in like a minute, and I don't know what to do. Like you scream, you say something, and draw the attention of these people to your window. You know, clearly the house, you know, that I'm the only, like, house in the block. Do I, you know, go out there and get my ass kicked or get shot? You know, like, what do I do? I, they were very intimidating. So I watch them do this, and they're gone. And I see them pull down Keeler, the side street right here, which means they're either going to just hit the highway or they're going to make a U-turn and do come another back car. around. Oh, yeah. Well, I see them come back around, back on the Keeler, across the street now from my place. Now I get a great view of them doing this. So I dial up 911, and I'm like, hey, listen, uh, the the, uh, the catalytic converter thieves, they're across the street right now, and they got a crew. And they're like, are they white guys? Are they black guys? Are they brown guys? I'm like, look, man, they got masks. masks. There's a dude with, I think he's got a gun. Um they're, they're in the tinted windows. They're like, well, describe the vehicle. I'm like, lady, I don't know cars. I don't know how to, I don't know what to tell you. It's a thing. It's got four wheels, kind of looks like an SUV, but it's not as big as an SUV. It's got mm-hmm. tinted windows. Like, oh, lady, I'm the wrong person to describe a car. I'm sorry I'm not more helpful. Why don't you just send the police? She's like, sir, you know, we're, we're, we're filing the thing. I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. She's like, don't approach him. I'm like, I, well, I don't know. So... I watched them take another one of these uh, catalytic converters, and then they drove off. The police never came. They never no. even, like, drove by to see what was going on. How much? You know, 10 minutes later. Because there's no police. It's, it's, uh, Chicago is absolutely law, lawless. How right much now. do those cost? And the criminals are figuring that out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. How, how much do those cost? To repair, it's 1000 to $2,000. What, what, what am I going to get for that when I – I mean, it, if I were – Guys, if I were to come across one, getting, how much am I going to get? They're probably getting 500 bucks for those things. Jesus, that's unreal. I got to clean out the garage. We got to park the car inside, I think. We haven't we haven't had the issue here yet, but it's going to happen. I mean, my car has gotten a lot louder, and I think I might, mine might have been taken. I'm not 100% sure. When I hop in the car tonight, I'm really going to listen because my car's been loud since I bought it. I think there's been a hole in the exhaust, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, because nothing bad ever happens in the suburbs. That's right. Everything's so fucking great. Jesus, come on. Yeah, man, I would 100% rather be Fuck no. I'd rather, have, I'd rather have 10 Cadillac converters stolen off my car than to have to fucking live outside of this city. Let's just say that. So ten, you'd rather, you'd rather lose 10,000 10 plus dollars. 10 of them. Than 10 of them. That's 10, fine. 10, do, you want, do you want 10 grand? Take it. I'm fucking, I don't give a shit. You can't handle the truth. Just wait until somebody steals our converter tonight. I'm going to be fucking bitching tomorrow yeah. like motherfucker. Al, that's an insane situation to watch. I, uh, yeah, I watched it. Uh, a gentleman ran into three cars out front of here a couple of years ago, early stages of the pandemic, drunk off his ass. He couldn't even get back in his car when he got to the corner. And, you know, the, the police were called by three, four different people. They came and they reluctantly walked over to find him as he had walked away. And I go, I see him right there. And they, they reluctantly went like, I don't know. It, we're, we're in a weird, we're in a weird spot. Well, I live in, I live the nightlife. You know, I, I don't go to bed about six, seven, eight, nine in the morning, and I get off work about three, two to three in the morning, and I see everything going on, 
and I can tell you right now, there's there's zero police anywhere, and businesses are starting to shut down. Um, you can't. It's hard. Seven it, Elevens are very inconsistent. You know, there's three to four Seven Elevens on my drive home. Usually, one of them will be open. All the others will have signs on the door that they're closed because they don't they don't want to deal with the shit going on. And the one that was open had a lady. She was trying to buy Hennessy, and she was fighting with the guy. You know, there were dudes who like it looked like they they were heavies. Um, the the Seven Eleven by my house has been robbed about three times. Again, two blocks from a police station. So, man, wow. I, I you know, yeah. once it starts affecting the daytime. You know, things are going to get serious because there there is no police right now. And criminals are starting to realize this. You know, people who aren't criminals who may be hurting for money are starting to realize this. Let me shoot. You could shoot somebody in the head in the city of Chicago. You have a 60 unless it's like a a domestic dispute. You have a 60 percent chance of getting away with it. 60 percent. Lick the palm. Serial killer. Yeah. No, I mean, I think there are serial killers here. Why would you not come here to be a serial killer? Yeah. I mean, it's been great. Lick the Palm for Guava says that I can't find parking reliably where I live. False. First of all, I can park my fucking bike anywhere I want. You don't need a car where I live. Second of all, there's plenty of parking here. Plenty of parking in front of my house, next to my house, across the street, in my garage, wherever. There's plenty of parking. I don't have cats stolen every day. Al, I'm sorry. Watch out for Rygar. Rygar could get. And, uh, yeah, uh, taxes are higher in a lot of other places uh, outside of the city. I am happy that I stayed. I'll be happy when I eventually move to the suburbs because it, you know, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But I'm going to, I'm going to miss this city and I'm going to, I'm going to tell people which suburb I live in and I'm not going to tell them I lived in, I live in Chicago. How about that? It sounds like. Are we okay? Although, although mortgage rates are now what, like 7%. Can't do that. I don't know. Yeah. We'll I'd love to get out of the city of Chicago quick as possible, man. I mean, if if it was viable for for our family to be somewhere else, I would. But it's not. It doesn't make sense right now. So I could live. You won't get your chance, smart give me, guy. Give me Montana. I hear I hear Florida's a little bit cheap. Man, Al, I watched um I watched that Mitch's uh, videos and stuff. You, you mentioned it uh, Friday morning. Uh, from Fort Myers, and then you know you visited there, and I've I've visited there with with Todd's on one trip, and then I've been there a few times with the family. Like it's gone, like it's all yeah. Fort Myers, just, they uh, got they got rocked. And I remember yeah. looking at the forecast a few days before and a couple days before, and it was all looking to go north of there. Like they weren't they weren't really ready for that. It took the whole damn thing. That whole beach is gone. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm so torn because, like, I want to leave Chicago, but if I go down south, I'm, I'm terrified of spiders, and they got real spiders. I love Florida, and I think I would be able to put up with the spiders, and I like the crazy, and I think I could be one of those guys on the news doing stupid stuff. Sure. You know, uh, win, winning poker tournaments with butt plugs, mm-hmm. but I, 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 the, the hurricanes worry me. I can't go to the Midwest because of the damn tornadoes. I'm turning into Howard Stern. I'm not going to leave the house. Like I, I'm stuck in Chicago because I could, the crime I could deal with. I'm fine with a gun. I'm fine with people shooting me. I'm okay with that. But a spider, a little spider, 
Forget about it, man. I'm out of there. I heard in the house. You mentioned Howard Stern. I heard that Kimmel was in New York doing his show last week, and he was on the Howard Stern show, and Howard had him fucking zoom in for it while he's there. Yeah, no. Like Howard's Howard not, not. Nobody's coming there. over. Nobody's even like yeah, stepping they, into the house, huh? He's that. They're never doing the. I, I think the studio is done. I don't think they're doing the show from the studio ever again. <laughs> wow. And uh, and he, he talks. He the talks house. about it. I would imagine, huh? I don't. I don't listen to them. I listen to old stuff. Okay. He hasn't left the house since 2020, um, but for the first time ever, he's went to dinner with Jimmy Kimmel and like Jen, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, he did. People, okay. A couple nights ago, that was the first time he's he's gone out of the house. So. Okay. I and saw Kimmel being interviewed somewhere yeah. where he mentioned he's like, I don't know, I'm trying. So maybe, yeah, maybe he got it. That's funny. That's. Um, what about the Southwest? How are you with Scorpions? No, no scorpions. What about you know, I'm watching this, What about Orange County, watching, California? There's too many bikers. Montana. I'm watching Montana's probably the spot. Right. I'm watching this uh this uh this show on Chiente, on uh, Vicente Fernandez, uh, you know, El Rey. And uh they, they had a they said they had a saying in Mexico that I thought was interesting. Like it was something like, you know, you have to look under every rock. But Beware, because that's where scorpions hide. I thought that was a good saying. So I'm going to be, be incorporating that into uh, uh, my my uh, yeah. language. Yeah, fair enough. I um, I just created this caption. I didn't mean to put it up there, Al. But uh, pro wrestling, we're in we're in a we're in a wild a wild times for pro wrestling. Um, just a few years ago, I was so excited about it. Um, I was so pumped. We went to All In, you know, the first independent show uh, to to sell 10,000 seats, the first show outside of WWE to do it. We were there. We were there a year ago when CM Punk came back. And now I just, I don't know, I don't know where to turn. Like, I don't know where to turn to watch good, a good wrestling show. I I can't find it anywhere, Al. And you, uh, well, you and I were discussing earlier, I think that AEW is just a, I think they have taken uh, what was once a superb opportunity to have something great happen, and I think they've squandered it. I think that they are the the just the worst to even give it a shot. Like everything that they've done since CM Punk won that title when we were there on Labor Day weekend, what happened moments after that to now, and there were things before, I guess too. But now, like, it's just, it's a fucking shit show. It's a mess. That place is in horrible, dire straits. Like, they have people who are airing their laundry all over the place. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't see how that company can survive. Like, it might be time for the old man to say, Tony, we're done with this project. Well, I, it's, it's a situation that he doesn't have a lot of control over. He has control over how to how to make it how to stop it going forward. He has control over how to punish these guys and make an example of them. But you can't you can't stop people from being children on Twitter. Um, I don't I don't think AEW is as in horrible of a shape as you as you say it is. I don't think it's good right now. You don't, don't watch like it. You don't watch it. I stopped watching. You stopped, stopped watching, watching it. it. You're protesting it. Because I mean, right now WWE is so good, like it is just a great product. Well, you yeah. you shake your shoulder because you no. refuse to watch it. I mean, it. some people enjoy it. 
I've seen you're stubborn and you're being a child about it. Like I understand that. I've but, seen highlights. Like yeah. I, it, it's fine. It's, but I mean, it's not a show that I watch. Like I, it's fine. I know you choose not to watch it, and that's that's cool. But it's really good right now. Is it, it, that's pretty much a consensus feel. That's well, not like just an L opinion. That's uh, uh, pretty much across the board. The stuff with the white rabbit is so good. It's so intriguing. Monday nights are for football. If I, if I can watch sports at all, or Quantum Leap, or catching up on the watch, The oh, Walking by Dead. By the way, you are you have such horrible taste, Dude. man. You have. I went and I watched that second episode of Quantum Leap because you said it got better. You got to watch I the third. Halfway, you got to watch the third, and you got to finish halfway, it. Al, you're gonna love the finish of it. I'm not fucking with you this time. Last no, week, not, I get it, 100%. but this time you're going to get some things. You're going to get some things that are going to make you feel pretty good about it. Now, yes, a lot of the show is just like watching NCIS Part 6 or whatever one they're doing. Sure, it's very similar to all of these other shows, but it's shitty. you're going to be happy show. if you watch it. Don't, don't let it spoil you. Watch the end. Give, give this thing – you've watched a lot of shows that were shitty through parts of them. You're watching – you know, like you're watching Parts these of them shows. All of it. Nope. Just all give of it, it time. is shitty. I was halfway through. The, they were on this spaceship. They're on this spaceship, and nothing was happening. The the story is slow, dull, and I don't care about the lights outside of the fleet. It's garbage. The it's, show is, is just horrible. So halfway through the program, I turned it off. I didn't even finish it. Another another movie. It's another movie much. I watched that was was absolute horseshit. Is the new Munsters movie that 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 could be the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life? Why'd Halfway through it? that white zombie monster movie, I turned it off. Quantum Leap, episode three. Maybe just skip to the last half hour. Maybe the last twenty minutes. Or no, watch it. It's. I think it felt like less of the future in this. It felt like less of back. You know, it felt like they showed more. Ugh. We discussed this after the first week. That was part of the big issue. That's part of the issue with the show. Part of the old show's charm is that you're kind of stuck there back with him, and your only connection is Al, right? Like, that was it. Al in the hand link talking to Ziggy. Watch. It was a very small cast, yeah. Give this a few now weeks, and then cast. fast forward through it. Watch a few episodes. Do what I do when I have to put a show down for a few weeks and then bring it back. I... I was kind of hopeful that this show we could we could break it down each week, but I don't think I don't think we're at a place where we can. I don't think no, it's good enough. I'm not watching this show. Okay, not yet. But you're going to pause it for a few weeks no. and then you're going to pick it back up. It's Al, you're a huge. This is an this is the same. It's an extension of the show. It's a sequel. I'll I'll share a couple articles with you. You're going to want to watch it. You I, are. I've read articles. Because I was fishing to see if, if people buy the They went, they went kind of all Ziggy on it this time. A little bit of Al was Ziggy, like helping Sam out. It was very much like yeah, that Ziggy here. Was, Ziggy Ziggy's was still here. Was Ziggy's still seen. here. Like, Ziggy's still not seen. You don't see Ziggy. Now, now I see the this, this scientist who runs Ziggy. Like, I need to know, know You used to is. see him, too. They were the twins from Terminator 2. Remember those guys? Yeah, they were those guys. Would you see him once every, like, uh, once a season they Pretty might much, show yeah. them? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm done. Like, hor- horrible. They, they also need the a new audience, too. They can't just, like, cater to us old guys like they can. Um, this White Rabbit thing, it, it sounds like it's real. It, it sounds like there's a chance that Bray Wyatt could be coming back, huh? Well, it's definitely Bray Wyatt, but it's just Why? so interesting how they're doing it. 
Why am I interested if I already know? Because it's so cool. it's very cool how they're doing it. It's, it's, what the story is compelling? All right, cool. What what what's cool? I'm in. Tell me what tell me what it is. Why is it cool? Well, they're flashing little. There's like hidden messages throughout the show that hidden. It, unless you're paying unless you're paying attention, you're not seeing. Like a guy might walk through the like in the middle of the show. There might be somebody in the in the in the crowd walking by, holding up a sign that has a barcode on it. And if you scan that barcode, it might show a picture of Jesus. And the picture of Jesus might be the you know uh, Da Vinci's picture of Jesus, which came out in you know 1693. And if you break down every letter from that year, it spells out the word Bray. You know, like little hidden messages like that. Or Alexa Bliss was talking. Well, how do you know that day. that's them and that's not just somebody walking by with a sign fucking with you? You know, you know, that's the genius. Oh, um, okay. There's, um, you know, there was like this cool like barcode thing that happened, and then it, if you tracked it, you have to play like CSI. If you if you followed the clues, it led to a phone number, and if you called the phone number, this creepy message played. You know, just like cool stuff like that, like things that are way outside of the box of traditional television and traditional wrestling. Um, it's just fun. It's something fun to do. I don't do all that shit. I just go on Reddit and read, you know, what everybody did the investigation on. So this but isn't everyone... just some Reddit shit where people are overthinking everything and looking into everything oh. way too much. They're not just like, oh, I saw this. I saw a hat in the audience, and that guy wearing the hat, he – had a hat that looked like a hat of Bray Wyatt's second cousins. And then that second cousin was wearing a kitten on their shirt. And that kitten said, meow, I'm Bray. It's not like that. Like, I don't know. I'm... No, it's a, here, here's one from Reddit from uh, September 30th. September 30th. Blog talk a, QR code, a QR code was shown directly following a promo video from Karrion Cross. The QR code led to this link, which is a video showing short clips from Disney's Three Little Pigs, Silly Sympathy, and a Morris Code message. The Morris Code translates to Azeel, a half-demon, half-angel biblical figure that has direct relationship with Yom Kippur, which happens to be Wednesday. Starts on Tuesday, but for dramatic purposes, it goes to Wednesday. Going through the source code, the developers seem to be having a fucking field day with this shit. The bottom right of the video shows a tiny white rabbit image. The direct link to the image is here. The image's file name starts with TSS10E6, which is common format for the file names of TV shows. You know, we download shit. Uh, TS stands for The Simpsons. Season 10, Episode 6. The episode, which is called Doe in the Wind, which has a musical montage featuring the song White Rabbit. The quote, I'm the way into the city is woe, is from Dante's Inferno. Um, the ending, of the, po- the, the ending to that poem is Abandon All Hope, You Who Enter Here. The door to the Firefly Funhouse had a sign that read Abandon All Hope, Ye Who Exit Here. So, like, everything, like, you follow all this crazy shit, and it, it just leads to stuff that uh, all leads to Bray Wyatt. But it's stuff that Bray Wyatt's been planting for years over the character. And he's using things like episodes of The Simpsons to get you to see the, the message. Like, that's some deep shit. Like, that is some so, really well-thought-out conspiracy. So theory. all of, like, Bray Wyatt started this years ago and was thinking of it all, and yeah. it's all him. And he has yeah. thought of it all. So then he must be the one posting on Reddit. 
these things, or it's somebody it, from WWE posting these I things. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if somebody yeah. from WWE is posting and explaining yeah. it. But fans are definitely following it. And, uh, you know, there's been a ratings increase. Uh, people are excited about it. And then the Sami Zayn stuff with the bloodline is, is just incredible. It's well acted. The story is solid. Uh, it's fun. Uh, there's just a, and then this stuff with uh, Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins getting all personal. You know, Seth Rollins telling Matt Riddle, like, look, you're, you can't even see your kids anymore. And then, you know, uh, Matt Riddle being like, look, you're always second best. You're second best to Roman. You're second best to your wife who headlined it at WrestleMania, something you've never done. Like, it just, and now they're having a pit fight. Like, uh, Didn't he win the uh, title? Didn't he win the title at WrestleMania? Yeah, he did. He did, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just thought he did. But he wasn't booked. He wasn't booked as the main event. Like, oh. he had to cash in a money in the bank. You know, it oh. wasn't the hyped main event of the, yeah. the card. It sounds awesome. That's yeah, great. Yeah, it's a lot of good stuff. I know you refuse to watch it because you're being, you know, you're stopping. Your, Dude, your, 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 I your honestly want to try something you don't like. I don't have any time. Like, I just don't. I wish I did. Yeah. I don't. I don't have time to watch their programming. And I guess... Maybe I should follow it more on Reddit, and that would help. So I'm sure it would. But instead of, like, instead of saying that, you shit on it when we talk about it. Like, whenever there's, like, talking about it. You, yeah, because you know, you that's like, what buddies do. They shit on things about stuff. But you take it personal. Like, I don't get no, it. No, I don't take it personal. You, but you, you, you act like a little kid with it. You, like, you, you, don't, you don't have I don't, any enjoyment with it. You, like... I know. I don't understand. Like, I'm not into it. I'm. Is it okay that I'm not into it? Like, you're not into Quantum Leap. It sucks. So what? I'm not into yeah, WWE. But then, like, we're in a wrestling group, and I like we're we're talking about wrestling, and you're just like, I don't, I don't care. I'm not into it. Like, okay, well, we are. We're talking about it. You we're in a wrestling group. That's fine. Like, hardly anybody yeah, ever posts in it. Hard, hardly anyone posts in that wrestling group. It's just like. Kevin once in a while like posts, I, then, you, you might, I thought the group might like this. I thought the group might like this. Like, that's what he no, posts. No, I'm, like, I'm talking about with Andrew. I'm oh, I just thought that chat. was three guys chatting. I didn't know it was a wrestling group. Yeah, it was always a wrestling group. Always <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll watch. You know, when I was a kid, I wanted to watch something. I wanted to watch a movie, right? And my buddy wanted to watch Cheech and Chong. And I said, this is stupid. And I refused for years to enjoy Cheech and Chong because of that. I, I didn't want to admit the show was funny because I was so, like, uh, set in my ways that I was right that it was horrible, that I, I missed out on having fun with Cheech and Chong. So, like, I mean, that's you with, with WWE, and that's fine, but it's, it's clear that's what's going on. I'm sorry that you missed out. That's rough. Yeah, you, the point just went right over your head, but that's okay. What? So, have, in do, my model this week... Do you watch we'll, Cheech and Chong now? Yeah. In my model this week, and we'll get to this on uh, uh, Friday morning, but right now, one of the highest rated players in my model is Justin Fields, so... No. Against Minnesota. Why? Yeah, against Minnesota. What's wrong with us? Uh, probably game environment and price. I mean, he's 5,300. Uh, yeah. Okay, then. I mean, it, yeah, I guess that works, huh? No? Hang on. What, um, 
Justin Fields is your number one on quarterbacks. Who else? Well, he's not number one, but he's in the top five. It's uh, Josh Allen's rated the highest, of course. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Kyle Murray, Justin Fields. So it's the usual. You know, Patrick Mahomes is not projecting well, but he usually doesn't because his price gets so high. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, Tom Brady's toast, Russell Wilson's toast, Aaron Rodgers is toast. Really? Aaron Rodgers is gone? I mean, he's just not – he doesn't have a very good offense. He's 6,300 against the New York Giants. I mean, I'm definitely going to look. But one of the problems with the Green Bay Packers is they play very slow. The pace of the game is very, very slow. So there's not a lot of offense in Packer games. So, you know, it's just hard to invest – in a ceiling with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, he's won, he's won slate. Like, he's made people millionaires in the Millie Maker. Uh, so when he's low-owned, I mean, he's definitely worth looking at, especially against the New York Giants. Realistically, he's probably not going to hit a very high ceiling where a guy like, uh, you know, Kyle Murray, nobody's going to play. He's 7,400, and he has a 30-point ceiling, um, you know, which is comparable. I mean, Josh Kyle Allen Murray. is a 40-point ceiling. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts have 35 point ceiling. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be it's it's a better week than last week, but there's still not a lot of great matchups. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, Arizona Cardinals. I mean, that's that looks to be the the hot game this week. Yeah. Um, that what's the over under at right now? Um, I could pull that up here. Vegas over under the top over under is 51 points is Vegas, Kansas city, which uh, is not in the main slate. Um, the second highest is Philadelphia, uh, Arizona, which is at 49. So 49. Okay. It's the second highest. That's so wild. Like when we got to the, to the Detroit Seattle game on the show on Friday. I'm just like, I can't believe we're here. And then that's the game that absolutely lit it up. Yeah. And we talked about that. We talked about that on the Friday show. I I told you it was one of the three games I was really looking at and uh, it delivered. Absolutely. I did. I did start fading it when DJ shark was out. Like when both his wide receivers are out, I'm like, I don't know if Jared Goff could hit his ceiling. Like, you know, there was realistic questions if if that was a playable stack. Um, I still played a lot of it, and I did okay with it. Um, I ended up in my single entry going with the uh, Arizona Cardinals, which wasn't a bad stack, but it wasn't a good stack either. And uh, I lost, you know, 50 bucks on that game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Jared Goff got the job done, uh, and and he – you know, Hopkinson was extremely highly owned. Like, everybody was in on Hopkinson, um, the tight end. Mm-hmm. So I faded him because his ownership just became too high. I did play him some in stacks, but overall I faded him, and that, that was probably my biggest mistake on the week because um, you, you really needed his, you know, 42 DraftKings points to do anything in any tournament. So, you know, you have to gauge ownership and if ownership is worth taking on. And 
he was projecting at 30% ownership. He finished at 27.7% ownership. So he was played a lot. And the contrarian thing to do on a guy in that situation is to fade him. And uh, I did, and I was wrong, and it hurt me. That's, that's why I didn't have a profitable week was that one decision. I also faded uh, uh, Khalil Herbert, and uh, or I played Herbert, but I faded Williams and uh, Josh, uh, Josh Jacobs. And both of them had really good weeks. They were both projected to have very good weeks, but their, their chalk was so high, I wanted to make the pivot off of them. And I thought Herbert of the three would, would have the good week. And uh, I was wrong on that. So those were my two mistakes. Everything else was right. And if I just would have played those guys, I would have made a lot of money this week. So just uh, a bad stuff. But the process works, and I, and I played towards the process. So Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, Friday morning, I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to take a look at things. I, I've been dropping the ball the last two weeks in Daily Fantasy. I, I'm, I don't see myself winning in Rainmakers again this year. Um, I, don't, I can't put together teams that are worth a spit. In the past, I've been able to you know, at least make my money back or at least part of my money back during that week in, in Daily Fantasy. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And, and here I am doing a show a new show on Friday mornings with you. I don't know if that's what's, what's jinxing me here. I don't know if I'm not paying enough attention to fantasy and I'm like trying to put it into like doing the show. I have no clue, but two years ago, everything was roses in, in, in fantasy football. I, I won year long leagues. I was winning in daily fantasy last year. I could at least win your league this year. Hell, I didn't even get into it two weeks ago. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm struggling, Al. What is my problem? What is my major problem? Well, you don't listen to me enough. That's your first problem. Right? Okay. If not, you would have been on, uh, you would have been on uh, all over Rashad Penny and had a good week this week. Sure. But um, and you, you would have chosen between the, uh, the Lions game and the Falcons game, and you would have made money there. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's a law of averages, and you're going to lose – and you're, you're going to find yourself in slumps. Um, I've been in a slump for two weeks now. Um, even my year-long stuff, I've been, I've been a little better than average. I think I'm in the lead in two of my leagues. And uh, my head's above water in both high-stake games. And my head's above water in the Scott Fishbowl. So, you know, I'm not dominating by any means. I'm not in first place in any of those. But I'm in about third place in competing. And just about everything I'm in right now, except yeah. like my league, which I always lose. And, uh, and then that, that fucking Ross, Ross's league. Uh, I, you know, I, it just, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think the math adds up. I think he has some kind of thing on my, my account where I'm negative 10 points uh, every week. And because I looked and I, I started doing the math and I'm like, I have more points than what's showing here. Like, I think there's some kind of uh, scam going on in the Ross League. Well, Ross's defensive scoring has always been something else. Like, he changed it a lot during the Hester years because he said that that shouldn't count for uh, – the the Hester touchdown shouldn't count for the defense, you know, and they were counting for the defense, something like that. There, was a, there were a lot of things um, in there. So I've noticed that, like, when I had the same defenses playing in his league and in others – I'll have like six extra points just from the defense yeah. alone. But that's part of the league, and that's part of what you have to do to try to win it, Al. 
I challenge you to try to win that league. Well, I would, but there's a dude who's got, um, like, I have a really good team. Like, I really like my team, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I, but I can't win games. And uh, the the guy I played last week, who, who's number one in the league, has like a super team. Um, Pitts Creek. He's got jo- he's got Josh Allen, Tariq Hill, McLaurin, yep, McCaffrey, AJ Dillon, Goddard, Mike Evans. He's got fucking Brian Robinson Jr. on uh, IR, ready wow. to pop any minute now. You know, I mean, the guy's so deep that it's, it's like impossible. And I almost beat him. I mean, I was within five points of beating him. But, Gosh, you know, uh, for whatever reason, my receivers seem to not score any points. I know it's a half-point DPR, but um, I um... there's, something, there's something about scoring that, that just doesn't sit well with me. And I don't know why or what it is, but. I haven't put my finger on it, but, you know, well, maybe it's just bad luck. Maybe I'm just, you know, a baby. But I do know that they're in foosball 2022. I am in third place. I'm three and one. Uh, a, a few spots ahead of UL at two and two currently. I don't see that holding up throughout the year in that league. The sleeper league, the Tiki league, the you're you're the commission. You're not sitting so hot in that league this year. I'm not doing worth a shit. I'm in dead last. I came out of the draft. I was everything looking like roses, and I can't win a damn game. Now, this week I finally didn't put up many points and lost, but so far this year up ahead, like I lost two games where I put up the second or third most points in the league, and it's just well, it's, I'm getting crushed. It's, three, it's a three-division league, and I'm in second place in my division in a game back. Um, although the guy, the guy who's in front of me, I have a win over, um, his one loss, but he does have the point advantage. So I would stay in second place, even if he lost in a week where you've only won one game. Um, but you put up a lot of points. You put up more points than me, put up more points than most people in the league. So your team is fine. You're just getting uh, bad breaks, man. You're playing guys who are currently the fourth most out of 12. Um, I, uh, I believe I have the second most points scored against me. After you, after you, you, well, no, I'm the third. You have 545 points, and I have 541 scored against. People are, yeah. people show up against us, Al. They know, I know, they know that we are the fantasy football show people. They know you are the guru. They are gunning for us here. That's the yeah. thing. I have people offering me trades every other week that are the worst fucking trades that I've ever been offered in my life. But they're trying to catch me, and they just might. Like, if they catch me they when I'm pissed, they might get me. They know not even to make those offers to me because they will be publicly ridiculed. Um, two weeks in a row Delete. now, I've beaten both of Delete. I've, be, I've, I've beaten both uh, undefeated teams. So I do have that going for me. I beat uh, Team uh, Green, uh, Jose Verde over there, who, who looked unstoppable. I took him down this week. And uh, the week prior, I took uh, Charlie Hogan down and gave him his one loss on the year. So the two guys who have one losses, I've beaten both of them. Those are my two wins. So that counts for something, I guess. Yeah. But I haven't been putting up a lot of points either. So. No, it's something. Um, I can't wait until Friday morning when we have a little bit more of a look on week five in DraftKings. This week I'll make sure of it. Uh, You know, I have a little bit of time off. I'm not, I'm not working on Saturday. Uh, We are, we are traveling. We may hit up an apple orchard during that trip out to Rockford. We're going to try to get the kids. Uh, got to go visit mom. Um, haven't been out there to see her. We're not Vera's birthday. 
is this Saturday on the anniversary of the Great Chicago Fire. We're having the family, yeah, we're having the family birthday party. 151 years since the fire, four years since Vera was born. Uh, we're having the family party on the 15th. Uh, this Friday is going to be her friends' party, which is like three friends. Really, it's just a happy hour party. But uh, then Saturday, yeah, we're going to head out to Rockford. I think. I think we might grab a hotel out there with a nice swimming pool because I did. I put the tarp on the pool. The kids were very sad. They tried to stop me from putting it on. No, Daddy, don't put it on. And I'm like, well, I can leave it off, but you're not going to swim. It's too cold. Do you drain it, or does it stay full of water? Uh, so, you know, it's above-ground pool, Chicago. You don't, you don't have in-ground. With above-ground pools, right. you drop it below the, the drain level where the hose comes in. Uh, in in the uh, you know the you know the the outlet thing uh, yeah. you drop it below that and you just leave it in. If you don't leave the water in, then it collapses. So you leave you leave it that high. You throw you throw in some algaecide before the season. Make sure that it's shocked pretty good. Cover it up and however you cover it when you open it back up in the winter, that's how it looks. The neighbors they don't cover theirs. It turns into a green shit through the fall because it gets a little warmer sometimes and this and that. But if you cover it and you don't get leaves in it. It holds on to that until the spring. Does it? Does it freeze? Yeah, yeah, it'll freeze. And that doesn't that doesn't expand and damage. The no, pool? I mean there's no. no effect of that in. No, guess. and then um, the top of it, you know, like it, that'll freeze on top of it too. But every whenever it thaws, you throw it, you throw a you know a, a pump on it, and then you drain it out into the alleyway. There, just don't don't drain it out in the alleyway when everybody's flooding. That's not a good idea. Or do it after it gets dark. That's the thought there. There you go. <laughs> it's like stealing catalytic converters. You gotta, you gotta put a ski mask on. Yeah. And, you know. Fucking packing heat. No, I've seen a few videos of those crews, man. They, they've got it down. Like it's, it's a two minute thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was two minutes. Like the movie Heat. Sunrise. There was like a guy standing guard out out front who was probably the guy packing heat. There were, you know, a guy like passing Great. the tool, grabbing because I think there's two converters in in these cars. Great. So they, they, they take one, they pass it up. And yeah, I'm starting to think maybe mine is gone. Uh, Pretty soon we're going to be a city where everybody's going to get stopped for everything. We're going to have it's going to be overdone. Can't wait. I'm so excited. No, there's no. I mean, there's no budget for that, Clark. There's Great. No well, then good. All right, that's you, good. You don't have to worry about. Thank that. goodness. Right. But there's going to be a point where the thieves are going to be like, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. All right. And I, I feel like it's coming for sure. Well, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a worried old man, which is very possible. Yeah, we'll two guys with mustaches doing a show in a basement and an attic. Oh, holy shit. You got a mustache again. Welcome back. That's good. Yeah. Looks good. Uh, well, anyways, yep. I mean, is there anything else to be said? No. Don't put the Give Quantum Leap a chance. Maybe let it build up a little bit. Get the three, four episodes in. Maybe. Oh, boy. Star Tanks is back, baby. They got out of the studio and physical people. Wait, hang on. They got out of the studio. Well, they got out after they, they got rid of the live studio audience. They did a live show. Wait, they did a live, just one live show, or were they trying to do it live for a while? I think they, I think it was just a gimmick. Oh, thank goodness. Was that terrible? I thought you watched it. I thought we talked about how bad it was. No, I never talked about it with you. 
that must have been your other that must have been your other Shark Tank question. We were tweeting 100%. I was not tweeting. That was another part. That was probably no, when no, I was. No, 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 because it was it was the day after we had a fight, and I'm like, look, uh, you know, I don't want to be mad at you because I have no one to talk Shark Tank with. Right. And then we talked for a minute about how horrible. If you haven't watched it, Clark, then you need to go. You need to go watch the first episode of this season of Shark Tank. They talk over each other, like it's just it's, the whole thing's a disaster. Was it live? Like live broadcast too? Yeah, like live, live. Oh, you can't do that. That's the dumbest. Why would you? Who would do a live show? Anything? No. <laughs> but they had the announcer. They had the announcer in the studio, and then they they would ask poll questions like, "Would you buy a butt plug cheap seat on uh, chess? And they'd have like a live, you know, uh, voting. Some yeah, gimmicks, some gimmicks work, you know. The burrito taco over at Taco Bell, somehow it works. Other gimmicks, on, uh, nope. Well, the, the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell is back full time, baby. Um, I think I think it comes back in like two days. Should I have it? Um, I've never had it. Yes, you've never had it? No. Oh, it's so good. That was, you know, Patrick and I when we were kids, we used to get that and. His refrigerator used to be full of Taco Bell sauce. So oh, you put yeah. the cold sauce on the pizza. It was so good, man. When, um, the sad news, when we got the new fridge, we decided to do away with the condiment tray in it. I had to. We, we, aren't, we aren't saving the condiments like that. But anyway, yeah, Mexican pizza's back. I'm happy. I'll, uh, I'll see if Lauren doesn't mind if I throw Shark Tank on tonight. I was, uh, I was just looking to get a, a week ahead on The Walking Dead here, maybe. But... That show's still on the air? Dude. They now got like, they have five of them coming out. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm back. And you can't, and you don't have back to wrestling. Just wait for the, come on. Like, I don't have a choice. I've got, I've got, some, I've got somebody who's getting half of this All right. Thanks for doing the show with me tonight. I'll try to be a better wrestling companion and talker in the future. Don't mean to shit on your products. Sorry. I'm, I'm wrong. Not You're my right. product. Not my product. I like all the products. Okay. I've been a supporter of every product. Warrior Wrestling gets great right You don't. You don't watch AEW. Um, I do. I I follow it. I listen to podcasts about it. I read results. And I, if something sounds interesting, I will check it out. That works. I watch the pay per views. Yeah. I still wear the merchandise. Still wearing my AEW hoodie. Like, nice. I'm right. enjoying watching the politics of it and the it. When when it all comes out that it's all been a part of a long-term ploy, tell me this, Al. Why on earth there is a there is a a pro athlete, a pro wrestler who is known as. He was out of the business for seven years, and at his previous gig, he and management didn't get along at all. It didn't go well. And you're trying to tell me now that they aren't going to – that he's going to do the same damn thing again, and they're not going to make it part of the storyline, that it's all just bullshit. It just seems a little too convenient to me that they did this, yes. and they're, they're doing it all, and they're trying to make it look so real. And it's so real that it's like, yeah. oh, we'll put it on Twitter, and then we'll make it happen like this to where it looks like, and we're going to do this before. But yet you do all this stuff where you're like, oh, the Bray Wyatt stuff's so smart. They're planning all of this. This year can't because be the same. I don't understand. It's not, it's not, it's not this could lead to a big, this could lead to a big fight. 
It's not erasing. It's giving. It's giving it a lot of history. It's giving it a controversial history. It's giving it a controversial history. The argument is over whether a guy hit another guy too hard in a fake wrestling hit, match. Hit a guy that, too hard. That's not like you can't tell that story on air. So yeah, you, it's not really going anywhere productive. They always have. Like the NWO, that was their thing. Like that's what that's what like it is. Yeah, like, but they they never argued about if a guy hit another guy too hard in a match. That was never like I hear I hear wrestlers talking about that all the time. Right, right, right. But it, they don't do it it was in right, storylines. Right. Right. Exactly. They haven't done it in storylines before. Maybe maybe right. you're trying something new. Maybe maybe you're <laughs> giving it something that's, new. That's logic. That's my thought. Right. Why would you not? Why would you